Super Talk Mississippi media production. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Guess who's not here again on a Monday? Michael Borky, Brian Haydad with you. Look around. Nobody's here. We're here. Richard's not here. Like, you're off work. Quit bothering me. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> he called me about uh, a new destination. At least it seems like a new destination for oh. one of our favorite guests. And he called, called us for the same reasons. Then. Yeah. And I answered, I was like, aren't you supposed to be on vacation? He was like, yeah, I'm just getting that's some exactly- ice. <laughs> we, we are on the same page. And I was just like, aren't you on vacation? Why am I talking to you? Yeah, I shouldn't be. I talk to you enough as it is. But no, it's, uh, Richard's uh, taking some family time. For the next two hours and 53 minutes, you've got Michael Borky and Brian Haydad. This is the worst time of year for sports. I'm, I'm Just as a sports fan. Now, if you're really a sicko like me, you watched soccer last night. And so at least like the Gold Cup is going on where we beat with our C plus team, Trinidad and Tobago, six to nothing last night. I mean, that was fun. You gotta be careful with Trinidad and Tobago. You they'll, do. They'll get you when you're not expecting it. It is really nice that we are now at a stage as a soccer country where we can have our it's, C team beat the crap out of people. Like that that's really nice that that happens now. It's the toboggans that are the trouble. The Trinidadians are, are yeah. no issue. The toboggans. We played something called St. Kitts and Nevis the other night. Yeah. <laughs> great vacation destination. Not great at soccer. Yeah, and so when I was looking up St. Kitts and Nevis, uh, they have, and I'm probably going to butcher this because it kind of confused me, but like they have this option. If you buy real estate, like like a property or, or a building, a dwelling, a home, condo, whatever, worth at least $400,000, and you also pay a fee of $250,000, so you're out at least six hundred and fifty k. They will grant okay. you citizenship and all of the tax benefits that come with it. So, <laughs> Well, if you can't buy your island, we know the island you need to move to. You can, become a, you can become a... By the way... 12 years of Catholic school, took theology every year I was there, never heard of St. Kitts. Not familiar with St. Kitts at all, don't know what they're the patron saint of, I'm going to assume it's cats. 
but <laughs> don't know anything about St. Kitts. Not an apostle, not a martyr that I'm aware of. No, but it is a, apparently a deeply Christian place. Only about 50,000 people live there, and they're That's... actually not for a... For the smallest country that has international soccer, they're actually not bad considering the size of the population. But yeah, if if you're like Richard and got 650k to burn, there's a nice, nice uh, tax shelter for you uh, in the Caribbean. They used to be the like their main export was sugar, and their team's nickname is the Sugar Boys. <laughs> That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. So I'm not going to wear a shirt that says Sugar Boys on it. I'll just go ahead and tell you that. No. Um, aren't the Jamaicans, aren't, don't they call them the Rasta Boys? Isn't that what they're called? I have no I I didn't know. What are we called? Uh, they call us the Yanks. Oh, okay. I, can, I guess I can live with that. In Mexico's El Tree. And I, mean, that, yeah. I forget what Canada England is. is a, England is the Three Lions. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we're we're just the Yanks. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, so if you're a sports sicko, you've got that going on, so at least that's keeping me kind of entertained. Otherwise, this is the worst time of year as, as a sports right. fan. this is the Next right. week is especially bad. Thank goodness for the Radiothon or, because we got that going on. Or if you're, if you're a diehard MLB guy. If you you know, I got my buddy Joel Coleman. Yeah. He's watching every Braves game start to finish. He's fine right now. The Braves are kind of remarkable. They're good. Like a team. Like I know they won a World Series recently, but it and baseball never works this way. This team is possibly significantly better than the World Series champions from not too terribly long ago. They're very good. What was it? Eight All Stars? Something like that. Yeah, Giants only got one, and they're good too, right? They're in second place in the. uh, Well, they were second place yesterday. They lost last night. They could be in third. I don't know. I have to look. But yeah, so there is a baseball thing we'll get to, uh, hopefully today. There was a snub, and uh, a very intentional all-star snub. And is it fair or foul? We'll talk about that. We've got winners and losers coming up to start next hour. We've got two teams to get to, 400 teams in 100 days. Guys, tomorrow, which we will not be live tomorrow, uh, spoiler alert, it will be July 4th. And so we, Hayden and I will take the day off, as will the rest of of this country for the most part. Uh, but we'll be back Wednesday, of course. But tomorrow, it's not 60 days anymore. Tomorrow starts the 50s. 59 days to the start of our football season. So really 52 days to the start of college football season. Tomorrow, we hit the 50s. So we've got two teams, two good ones. One from the ACC, one from the Big Ten. I've got a college football fix that's just kind of on a day like this when nobody's working and everybody's hanging out, grilling, doing their thing. Just one of those off-season college football content items that I love to talk about. So go ahead and get it in your mind right now. I'm going to spoil it for you. This isn't a teaser. This is a spoiler. The one thing that happens in college football that you have to see, whether it's a stadium entrance or or a certain band or a stadium, the one, your bucket list, the, the top thing on your list, the college football thing that you have to see in person that you have yet to see, so what is on your college football bucket list? We'll do that in the 5 o'clock hour as well. And, of course, get to your messages, and we've already got actually a, a good bit of them. Uh, so we'll, we'll get to yours as well. We appreciate you hanging out with us on this kind of a holiday day. I, I guess it's a yeah, holiday. Yeah, this is like the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. 
Yeah. You know, now the difference is the one that's made before Thanksgiving. We are all locked in for the Egg Bowl, and we've yeah. got plenty of college football to talk about. And this is just like, hey, you guys like sports? That's cool. So do we. <laughs> uh, Pretty what, are you, much. what are you eating tomorrow? Yeah, stuff like that. Uh, We're so, gonna do a Food Friday callback. Yeah, well, I, I do want to know how the cooking went this uh, this weekend, though. Yeah, so sure. we'll get to that. I mean, even my 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 town is doing their big fireworks thing tonight. Instead of tomorrow. See what? No. Which no. I, uh, little guy's pumped up no. about it. So I, uh, the only time he's ever seen fireworks well, he'd be in his just life, as pumped up true. tomorrow though on the actual day of our independence. You would think. Everybody's jumping the gun. But he's only seen fireworks at a minor league baseball game, and so they're cool, right? Like mm-hmm. he loves them. He's excited about fireworks. But fireworks at a minor league baseball game. Because we never made it to the end of one. The last three games that we've been to that had fireworks at the end, like post-game fireworks, the games were weather delayed, yeah. and they didn't start until like 8 o'clock, which is already 30 minutes past his bedtime, so we haven't made it to the end yet. But he's seen like the National Anthem fireworks and the home run ones. Yeah. And in his mind, that's what we're going to see tonight. It's just like boom, 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 and that's it. He has no idea what's coming, and I can't wait because he's already excited, and he has... Like, the finale is going to blow his mind. I, I cannot wait. But, yeah, that's tonight. So it is a holiday, but we appreciate you guys. Uh, if you're working, we're glad you're working. Or well, We're not glad you're working. We're glad you're listening to us while you're working, you procrastinator, you. And you're working alongside with us. So we appreciate you hanging out. If you're grilling, cooking. Yeah, we're working. Yeah, we're working. I've got nice pants and a nice shirt on. I had to do stuff today. I'm even tucked in. Look at you. You don't have to be because nobody yeah. can see it. No. I Literally, there's nobody here, Porky. I could just be wearing, like, boxers b- below the, the polo <laughs> here, and nobody would know. But yeah. I'm not, though. I'll, I'll, hold, hold on, let me stand up just to prove. Because I think, I think people knowing me, they'll be like, he is doing that. No, I'll stand up right now. See? Look, I got, I got, I got khakis yeah. on there. Khakis nice. On. Look at that. You know what, you're, you're, you, know what you just did, though? You just showed off. You're just showing off because there's just much less of you now. Nah, you can't. You can't. You can't tell. You can't tell. Don't mean to harp on it, but man, I, I saw another picture of you recently. It, you're doing great, man. It, like it's awesome. You look great. You really do. I'm doing the best I can. Well, I, it was that or die, so I didn't really have a whole lot of choices in the matter. Somebody asked me about a cheat day, and I was just like, the first 47 years of my life were cheat days. I just, uh, I gotta, I gotta start changing that. I, I had enough. I had, I had a bunch of years of just eating whatever the heck I wanted. You're not doing the rock so. thing where his cheat day is like two pizzas and a stack of French toast, like 12 inches when, tall. When I eventually have a cheat day, I, I already sort of have it planned out in my head, and there will be some pizza involved in that. I don't know, but he likes the pancakes. I'm not, I'm not a huge pancake guy. I think, I think breakfast for my cheat day will go to the Waffle House, and we'll sort of take it what, from there. What a great place to I, have a cheat day. Exactly. I could sit in the whole day there. It's a great fantasy football punishment. Although, I guess that's kind of worn worn out its welcome, but you had, it's a common punishment for the last place guy in fantasy football. At least yeah. my friend group a couple of times did this, where you have to spend 24 hours in a Waffle House, and every waffle you eat knocks an hour off of the time you have to spend there. So... If you have to be there for yeah. 24 hours, you eat four waffles, you're there for 20 hours. So the, the more you eat, the less time you have to be there. That's uh, that's always fun. Yeah. But we'll get to some of your messages. We'll talk 4th of July stuff. I've got a complaint about something that shows up on every 4th of July playlist we'll get to. 
your messages, whatever's on your mind, send them to us. 601 879 4395. That's the ceasefire text line. Borky and hey, Dad, with you on this July 3rd. However, you're listening, whatever you're doing today, we appreciate you. Don't go anywhere, though. We got a long show and a fun show planned for you. We'll be right back. Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Do you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial! Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Borkin Brian Haydad with you. This song plays in the background of one of the greatest movie scenes, sports movie scenes of all time, am I right? 100%. The fireworks scene in the Sandlot is the best. It's great. And Ray Charles is the best. Great movie. Hi. Jeff says, Richard, the man who is off work more than Joe Biden, getting us started on the text line today. <laughs> Cross for president. All, all I'm saying is football season, he better be a busy man. Let's uh, let's just put it that way. Yeah. Although. We'll, we'll get him four days a week. Uh, since he's not listening and he, uh, wait, never mind. Do we want to spoil it for the audience or not? I want to know what you got planned for Palmer Home. I've already talked about it. Uh, like you, you have it we set in stone. You've got all. You got everything yeah, yeah. lined up, ready. Yes. So I spoke to uh, MSU some MSU people uh, Friday. Nice. And they were just like, we just need a list. We just need a list. What you, like, you should have gotten is a basketball jersey and shorts that oh, are I've just a little too big. Oh, <laughs> I didn't get the shorts. No, I should go the other way with that. Oh, wait till I you should get, like, the Pete Maravich. Yeah, just, you know, <laughs> the huggers. And, and make him uh, change every yeah, hour. No. I am going to make him change every hour, but nice. it's not. he's not wearing shorts. So he'll just be able to put something on over whatever genteel polo he's wearing. I hear you. Another text. Soccer on TV is the only sport that shows highlights of almost good plays. One, that is not true. Not true. Did you watch any Kentucky game last year? <laughs> They showed a ton of below He almost got him there. But there is a weird thing that happens at soccer. Like, and, and I get why it happens, because it is a sport where the goals are, are so significant because they don't happen very often. When a team has a good buildup and like they just hit a ball over the crossbar or whatever, everybody claps. Yeah. Like, oh, that was really good. But that's like a deep ball where like Jackson Dart overthrows the receiver by six inches, and that would be like the whole stadium clapping. Like, think yeah, of- good try. I always think shots that like clip the, the crossbar or are really close are like field goals. You know, it's like the that drive stalled sense. out, but you still got points. And then if you, you when you get one in the back of the net, that's actually a touchdown. Well, it's like two touchdowns almost. It really is like two touchdowns. So, uh, random thing today. So, 
my Facebook has ads for Saints clothes. Just ads for yeah, Saints sure. clothes, right? And Fanatics always has stuff that is marked off 65%, whatever, and they show up on my Facebook. Well, they had a toddler shirt yeah. for $5. They're, they're marking off, I assume, that they've got more coming and the old ones they need to get out. So $5, right? So I ordered this shirt, the Saint shirt for my son, and I think I got a steal, like 5 bucks, right? Like pumped up. Then, yeah. I, then I pull up my bank account to do something else, and I realize it was $30. What? $30. And I went back and looked at the order. Shipping for a $5 4T t-shirt oh, no. was $17. No, no. And then there was a handling and processing fee as well. $17 to ship me a, a that's t-shirt that's about this big for a four-year-old. And I canceled the order. I'm getting my money back. That is insane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as, as you should. Yeah. Uh, why do we uh, allow that to happen? But anyway, I just I got my confirmation that my order was canceled, and I wanted to rant about that for a second because that is absurd. As you should. It is. It is. That is silly. Aaron and Meridian says, watching NASCAR last night was cool. Watch them racing through Chicago. Did you check any of that out? I didn't. I didn't even know what was going on. Yeah, they, they set up, oh gosh, what is it, Lakeshore Boulevard? There there in Chicago is is the, the yeah. main, yeah, they, they had a, a, a road course in downtown Chicago set up, and it rained like crazy all, I mean, it just rained and rained and rained, so they had to delay the start of the race. And even the start of the race, guys were like slipping around turns, they had to be really cautious as they were going around the track and... It, it was cool. I, I put it on for a little bit. I'm going to be honest, Aaron, I'm, it, to each your own. If you love NASCAR, man, more power to you. I just talked about soccer for five minutes, so I can't make fun of anybody. It, it's just not really my thing, but I will put it on when they do stuff like this, or I'll put on the Daytona race or the Talladega race for a little while. And, and I did that yesterday, and it was cool. I love when sports, NASCAR is a sport. We're not going to debate that today because that was a brutal day before you joined Hey Dad. Uh, a few years ago, there was a debate on this show about whether or not NASCAR is a sport, and I've never seen the text line so heated. Like, nothing Egg Bowl-related has ever made people so mad than the response to one of the takes on this show about NASCAR being a sport. So, not going to go down that road. I do love when they do stuff like that, though. I love the Winter Classic hockey games, where they, they put a... Uh, Hockey rink yeah. inside of a football or a baseball stadium. Love that stuff. Yeah. Love the yeah, NASCAR yeah. trying a road course. The IndyCar did. No, it was Formula One, right? That was in Nashville. Well, I mean, same, the same way we liked when college football went to Bristol. I mean, we just. Yeah. Sports in venues that aren't their traditional venue are just like automatically cooler than what anything else. Yeah. For sure. Another message. Good to hear you guys show up today. Yeah, we're here. Two of us are here. Not we not are three, here, but two of we'll us. We'll be here all week except for tomorrow. Another message. Eight All-Stars talking about the Braves and the entire infield for them. They've been a ton of fun to watch. It doesn't matter who the other team's pitchers are. Yeah, what, what are they? They've scored more runs in the first inning than anybody in baseball this year, and they're like going to break a record uh, of most first inning runs scored in like the history of Major League Baseball. Like they jump on you right away. That's kind of their thing, right? It's now. crazy. Yeah. Just uh, what a they good do. good team. Really good team. 
Somebody said, somebody thought I said uh, the F word when I said uh, yes. bucket list. They thought I said something else. Now, I've been doing this for a while. I've I, I got a dumb a, button a, over a here. A blanking list for college football. <laughs> I mean, peace. Uh, man. Somebody says, thank God y'all are here. Some of us are, in fact, working today, unfortunately. I'm, uh, I'm sorry about that. But we, hey, are, we are those people. We are working you. today. This is not, we didn't just show up because we like it. We're, we're, we are here for work. Somebody's taking a shot this at you, a- says, shoot the fireworks tonight. Not everybody like Brian can sleep till lunch on the 5th. Okay, first, first off, first off, <laughs> shut up. All right, I don't get, I don't sleep till noon. I get up, I get up early. I got up at like 7 today and went for a walk. So, meh. Uh, Reese says, you mentioned double seared last week. Would like to know what that is. Uh, thanks. Reese, I, I, if I said double, I didn't mean to. I meant reverse sear on a steak. It, reverse. Uh, what you do is you season it, you know, hour, two hours before, which, by the way, apparently that's a debatable topic. You season your steaks before, like an hour plus before you put them on the grill. Keep them in the fridge. Season them beforehand. Let them dry brine. Take them out 45 minutes or so before you want to cook them. That's the way to do it. But what a reverse sear is, is you cook it to just under your desired internal temperature first. So you can use an oven, uh, you can use sous vide, you can use a smoker, or even a grill, just on really, really low heat. I'm talking like 200, 250, really low heat. I, I like my steaks rare, so I'll cook it up to like 115. If I'm, I'm doing a ribeye or Good. whatever, I'll, I'll cook it up to about 115, take it off and let it rest for 10 minutes or so. And then whatever I'm using, whether it's a skillet, whether it's a smoker or a grill, I'll crank that heat up really, really hot and then do the yeah. sear. So instead of doing the sear first and then bringing heat low to bring it up to temperature, you do the sear last. Uh, just, I, I think that's the best way to do it because it guarantees your internal temp. And, and for some reason, I, I don't have a good feel... When I sear first, I, I usually overcook. Right. Yeah, it's foolproof. Definitely. Uh, much easier. A message here says, that's the kind of thing that causes someone to start a multi-billion dollar sports merchandise company just to run fanatics out of business. Yeah, it frustrates the heck out Because the quality of stuff is so much worse. It's so much worse. And so I, I, I don't, you know, I don't buy college gear at all. Uh, but luckily for, for you, college football and college sports fans in this state, you've got some good options like Genteel, the official apparel provider of Sports Talk Mississippi, uh, who will give you quality stuff with the, your team logos and, and whatnot on it. If I'm looking for a Saint shirt, ordering it through them, through Fanatics, it's almost always crap. And it's overpriced mm-hmm. crap. And I can't believe the the leagues have allowed them to monopolize the market the way they have. College apparel is so much better and so much better quality than that. Frustrates the heck out of me. We'll get to more of your messages. Kind of having fun with this on a Monday. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be back. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly.
Welcome back, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, with you. Uh, if you are having a Fourth of July party or anything like that tomorrow, there's a song that is popular on the Fourth of July Americana playlist that you need to take off. It drives me crazy every time. Like I'm at a firework thing or a Fourth of July thing, or you just find a playlist on Spotify with patriotic songs. And Born in the USA shows up on it. It drives me crazy. Because, yes, he says the phrase, born in the USA. And when fireworks are going off and you're six beers deep, you're like, oh, heck yeah, born in the USA like me. That is an anti-American song. That is Bruce Springsteen mocking America. That That is the song. That is an anti-American song. About the Vietnam War. It is not something that you play in your backyard where you're shooting fireworks off and having a good time celebrating this country's independence. And you hear it all the time. If I go to the fireworks show tonight, and you know they always play music, like America is beautiful, if that shows up, I'm going to get mad. And I'm going to tell the person next to me how stupid that is, and they're not going to care, because who cares? It drives me nuts. You you might as well just go ahead and get prepared for that to happen because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. There's no getting around it. That that song's going to get played. Yeah, it's same thing. I don't know if they still do it, but I know that Ole Miss used to play. We didn't start the fire before baseball games. It's like you are mentioned in that song for bad reasons. Bad reasons. Yeah. yeah. Yes, they say the school, not because yeah. they're happy. Billy to Joel. Say it. Wa- Billy Joel, not a huge John Darnell fan or anything. He just, you know. It's and so something else. Maybe they got rid of it. But I, I told somebody that worked at, the, at that used to work at the department, dude, that song says your school for a bad reason. It didn't change it. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I, I sort of feel that way sometimes about, about Proud to Be an American by Lee Greenwood because he wrote a Proud to Be a Canadian version of it. No, he he's, didn't. He's just a sellout. Yes, there is a. If you look it up, there's a Lee Greenwood proud to be Canadian. Is song. it the same thing? I'm proud to be. It's basically a Canadian. the same. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same template. Yeah. What a jerk! I, I like it. I mean, you know, make money when you can. That's really funny. I had sure no would. idea he did that. God bless Canada is the name of the song. That's the real thing. So, you know. That's why, for patriotism, I go with Real American by Rick Derringer. And there's no going wrong with that. It was Hulk Hogan's theme song. How can you go wrong? <laughs> when it comes crashing down and it hurts inside, you got to be a man. It don't help to hide. Come on. That's what America's built on. Yeah. Benny and Starful says Starful does fireworks correctly. Yeah. I will. It's all good for fireworks. The good news for me, it's literally down the street from my house. I don't have to go. I can just sit in the front yard and like actually see them. I could. I could see. I could see everything. Yeah. Oh, nice. Because I'm close enough to hear, so, but not see. And oh, that's I no see, fun. Yeah. For for a three year old. <laughs> Tom Sinclair with a with a funny meme. That's <laughs> that's just funny. There's no getting around that. Uh, oh, the Karens will be out tonight. My dog. I mean, I get there. Some people that fireworks and the dogs. I get it, but 
you know, don't call the it, cops. It's just one of those days that you just have to deal with. Like, yeah. Right, right after James was born, our neighbor across the street, when we still had like the balloons up, pretty much. So he was born in October, and this was for New Year's. Yeah. And at like one thirty, yeah. I mean, twenty steps from his window, we're still shooting off fireworks. Yeah. And I did go out. I, I didn't yeah. complain. I just said, "Hey guys, like you know, you know, we just he's not sleeping. He's three months old. Please, can you shut it down?" That's all I said, and they did. Like they were very nice about it. It was all good. But yeah, like fireworks are technically illegal in our town, I think. And if you're calling the cops on people shooting off fireworks tonight. It, you are the problem, not them. I will say, I feel bad. I know there are a lot of veterans that suffer yeah. with PTSD and fireworks set them off. And, and, I mean, I feel bad for those people. But at the same time, but I, and I'm not trying to minimalize that by any, any stretch of the imagination, but, I mean, it's just one of those days where it, it's inescapable. People are going to shoot off fireworks, so... I don't, I don't. I don't know that there's a solution that makes everybody happy. I, I would assume that there isn't. Jeremy says, "I know you two gentlemen don't watch golf. Uh, only one of us two doesn't watch golf. Yeah, I do. Borky watches lots of golf. I do. Yeah. But it was awesome seeing Ricky. You didn't Fowler watch it win. yesterday. I bet you couldn't. I heard about that. Yeah. Unless you had the CBS Sports app. But yeah, he's uh, giving a shout out to Ricky Fowler. Yeah, we'll talk about that more in winners and losers uh, because that was uh, that was a cool thing yesterday. Even though they tried their hardest to make sure that nobody uh, could could watch it, uh, I mean, everybody makes fun of Live for being hard to find. Well, the tour was harder to find yesterday when yeah. one of their yeah. favorite sons broke through and won again for the first time in what a couple thousand days, something like that. So yeah, yeah no, that was really cool though. That was uh, that was really cool to uh, to see. Somebody says, I want to play the Team America World Police theme song unironically. <laughs> uh, good luck. Just make sure the kids aren't Don't play around. Don't play it too loud. Yeah. Or if they are around, that they you know understand that there are some words they can't say. You're not allowed to say that. Dave says he can't stand Springsteen either. I think, and we don't have to go down this road today, I think Bruce Springsteen is the most overrated, like super popular rock musician possibly of all time. I, 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 I think, you're not you're not a big fan of a uh, of Springsteen. You've made that very clear. Born to Run is a great song, great song. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. But his catalog is kind of filled with crap. But that's uh, that's just my opinion. Dwayne says you broke his heart about Lee Greenwood. Still loves you. He just. I said, don't, that, don't read the rest of that. I'm not going to read the rest don't of that. Don't read it. the rest of that. Don't you do it. Try doing, you tried doing that last year and going to get us all in trouble. Sean sends us a screenshot from the Amory Police Department. It says, calling 911 on the 4th of July. And there's a uh, not like re, no is a category and yes. For the yes, people just set their house on fire. Body parts are landing in my yard. My wife won't wake up. My cat is shooting back. No. Yes. Call the cops. People are setting off fireworks. Fireworks debris landing in my yard. My wife is too upset to sleep. My cat is upset and hiding. Good for them. There you go. It's just you just got to deal with it. 
You just got to deal with it. Scott says, let's just be clear, fine with fireworks, just stop shooting the things before 10 p.m. Yeah, there is a point where you cross the line from having a good time on a holiday to being a jerk. There, There is a point where you yes. cross that line. I agree, and I agree. I also think that if you are a person who, I heard fireworks last night. I'm like, what What, what happened on the second? Tell me historically what we're celebrating out there. Huh, did John Hancock arrive in Philadelphia on the second? Full day of drinking and grilling out before they signed the document on the third? What's going on here? Kelso says he put the wrong explosive ball inside the launching tube and almost blew up the cul-de-sac a couple years ago. His wife still hasn't let that one go. Put it in reverse, Terry. Mm-hmm. Alan agrees with me about Springsteen. Love that. Get a message here. I'm a vet. I love fireworks. As long as I know it's coming, just don't surprise me with them. That makes sense. That makes sense. You you can't be surprised on the 4th of July, I don't think. Dan says I don't. You got a feeling. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Dan doesn't mind them, but he said they started a few days ago in his neighborhood, and I know it will continue at least through the weekend. Your neighborhood is something I else. Interesting, I had an interesting question on the rumblings last week. You know, you see fireworks stands, right? You see them all the time out on the highway. But have you ever seen anybody putting one up or taking one down? They just they just pop up out of nowhere, man. You just drive one day and, oh, there's a fireworks stand. Yeah. You never see the people, like, putting the tent up. You never see them taking the tent down. Just, just It just mysteriously appears and disappears. It's like in the mouth of madness out here. Yeah, except for the uh, the ones on the interstate on the borders of Georgia. You're, I mean, I don't yeah, know how often you've driven there, there because the fireworks are illegal in yeah. Georgia, and so everybody just drives to the border and gives Alabama yeah. and South Carolina all their tax dollars. But if you've never seen them, there are massive warehouse fireworks stores like the the first exit into Alabama and South Carolina from Georgia, and. On days like this, you should see the parking lots and the stream of cars coming out of Georgia going to buy fireworks in Alabama and South Carolina, bringing them back into Georgia and shooting them off. You make it illegal and people still do it anyway and you reap none of the rewards. Government in action. That's, that, that, that is the most government thing you could have possibly said. Yep. 6018794395. We will be... Right back on uh, July 3rd, hot Monday afternoon. We'll be back. What we're going to do right here is go back. And now back to back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling. On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Michael Borky's Brian Haydad. Let's do a little sports right here. Uh, if you are a Cowboys fan, I know we got a good bit of Cowboys fans here. I think this is a Saints state, but a very close second are the Dallas Cowboys, thanks in part to Dak Prescott. However, it's sitting about him. Netflix reportedly spending $50 million. No wonder their uh, prices keep going up. $50 million. On a Jerry Jones documentary. $50 million on a Jerry Jones 
documentary. It's going to be a 10-episode, because we needed 10 episodes of that, a 10-episode docu-series, so $5 million an episode on average on Jerry Jones's life, his rise to power, buying the Cowboys, and on and on. My question is, are you watching a 10-part docu-series on Jerry Jones? Yeah, I don't think I am. If it was on the Cowboys, if it was the focus on the Cowboys, if it was a hard knocks, a, more, a version of the Cowboys, okay, I'm watching that. But so, I'm not that interested in Jerry Jones. It's centered around Jerry, but the, the main focus is going to be on the dynasty days of the 90s. Okay, now you have a little bit more of my interest. You got a little bit. You got me. You got me locked in a little bit because those were some some interesting teams. Great characters with Aikman and Irvin, Charles Haley, Dion's on those teams. Emmett Smith. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You got you got, you got my attention a little bit. Back when the there might uh, be one where I'll put my toe in the my put my toe in the pool. I'll watch the first couple. Yeah. And I'll see how it goes from there. You know, I wouldn't commit. Because like the last twenty years of Jerry Jones, I mean, there's been some scandals, mm-hmm. I guess. But what when it comes to about? when it comes to football. Not that interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Just a whole yeah. lot of losing and underachieving. Uh, this comes after, by the way, there's another Netflix documentary focused on the NFL coming out here soon, and it's called Quarterback. It will uh, actually come out on Netflix here in about nine days. So uh, some summer okay. watching for you. Uh, a deep, kind of like uh, Hard Knocks or or the season, if you're an Ole Miss fan, Following closely three quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, and also Kirk Cousins and Marcus Mariota. But hey, okay. they got they got Mahomes, and uh, you know, mic'd up in every game behind the scenes. Like, here's what life is like for these three guys playing quarterback in the NFL. That is something that I'm more interested in than Jerry Jones. I don't know why. No, I get it. <laughs> I, I understand why. It's, it's pretty obvious why is because that's more interesting. Current players, I mean, Jerry Jones, quite honestly, is really uninteresting, right? In my opinion, like he runs the Cowboys, he 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 runs them himself. He's the general manager. You know, he's never going to make the right decisions, and the Cowboys are never going to win another Super Bowl as long as he's the owner. I don't think. And you know, I'm sorry if you're a Cowboys fan listening. Spoiler alert. Uh but I mean, I I just don't find him overly interesting, you know. Now that being said, the era that they're talking about, the '90s era, yeah. you know, just coming. You know, remember what he took over in like '88, and they went one and fifteen. They blew everything up with Herschel Walker, and you know, put that team together through all the draft picks. That's the interesting time of the Cowboys. But since Jimmy Johnson left, I mean, they won another Super Bowl after that. I mean, really, what have the Cowboys had to be interesting about? Yeah, we get one message here that says, "Sign me up." Just finished Bullies of Baltimore, and I highly suggest it if you haven't already. That's, uh, I believe, a thirty for thirty, right? I have no idea. I've never heard of it. That's uh, not, yeah, I, I believe only had a device is. right here. It is a it is a, a thirty for thirty on the rise of the Ravens. Yeah, I bet that is interesting. I mean, you got the well, personality two thousand team. Yeah. yeah. Forget that the goose is no longer with us. Gosh, yeah, he he was such an interesting guy, and really good in broadcasting too. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was. But another one taken too soon. Yeah, 
Dwayne says, I have uh, one that sounds bad to say, but the best war movie, mine would be Tom Hanks' Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, I'd, that or Band of Brothers. But that's not a movie. I, I, I haven't still. seen Band of Brothers, yeah. I need to watch that. Oh, hey, Dad, you'd love it. You would love it. I'm sure I would. The the cast, the the storytelling, Band of Brothers is... uh, I have Max. I should just do it. Yeah, uh, you would love it. And and David Schwimmer, the uh, Ross from Friends, actually has... he, He does phenomenal in that show. He's extremely unlikable, and he does such a good job. Of being that way, and he, but that the cast is unreal. It is so good, and it's it holds the test of time. Nice. If you guys got nothing to do tomorrow, and you want to just feel proud to be an American, Band of Brothers. Give give, give that a shot. Look. If you uh, yeah. if you got nothing to do, winners and losers coming up next. We'll we'll get into sports. We'll do winners and losers, and then we will turn the page to 100 teams in 100 days. Again, we got two of them today: one from the ACC, one from the Big Ten. We'll turn the page to our bucket list, our college football bucket list, and whatever else comes up on the Ceasefire Text Line. 601-879-4395. Send us what you liked and what you didn't like from the weekend, and we'll get to those when we come back. I feel good. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here. Sports Talk Mississippi. You like this show, huh? Yeah. Super Talk Mississippi. Michael Borky and Brian Haydad with you. It's hour number two on this 3rd of July. Hope uh, whatever you're doing today and tomorrow that you do it safely. But we're glad you're with us. It is Monday. It is just after 4 o'clock, so you know what time it is. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. I'm a loser, baby. We got winners. We got losers. Americans love a winner. And will not tolerate a loser. Win or never win. Win or never win. You guys know the drill. What did you like from the weekend? What did you not like from the weekend in sports or otherwise? Winners and losers. Text them 601 879 Brian Haydad, a winner. Yeah. It's so tough right now because it's not a lot going on. But I got a good one to start. I'm going to pull the Richard move here and go with my family. Uh, my daughter, Aislinn, got her driver's license today. Nice. So if you're in Starkville, you see a silver Ford Edge with an MSU tag coming down the road, maybe pull into the parking lot for a minute. Just just wait it out. I don't know. Just just let it go by and see. You, know, you, you don't have to get there that quickly. Mississippi highways are dieways. The choice is yours. That bad, huh? I'm just saying, man. I just, you know, I've seen that girl's room. I don't know what her driving's going to be like. Is there uh, like an app or something that can shut down a phone while it's driving? There is, yeah. I'm, I, that, but she, she is. She's. I think she's okay with that. I think she's okay. She'll plug her music in, and she won't go from yeah. there. That's the thing I'm scared the most about. You know, 
13 years from now. Uh, but mm-hmm. the other day, there's a there's a high school kid in the neighborhood, and I know the family kind of okay, and I know that it's a 16 year old boy, and he drove past me and threw a stop sign and almost threw another one, and when he drove past me, his head was straight down, buried in his phone, and I, I thought, yeah, that's not good. Oh man, it's uh, anyway. Not good. All right, what do you got for winter? Yeah. Ricky Fowler. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. you stole mine. I, I saw a guy earlier say that uh, you you shouldn't have felt bad for Ricky Fowler because he still had a lot of money and a beautiful wife and stuff. He's like, get over yourself, man. He, he was, and this is a prominent golf media guy, not just a random person, but his game had fallen off a cliff, and he was – one of, if not the most popular players, especially with young people on tour. And I don't know what he's like behind the scenes, although I actually know a friend of his. Uh, a family member is is friends with him and his family. And apparently he's just a phenomenal guy behind the scenes. But the way he presents himself in the sport is awesome. The way he treats kids and fans, he seems like a really good, genuine dude. And he was on top of the world, and he was so popular, and then just lost it. I mean, almost lost his card. Like, lost his game, almost mm-hmm. lost his career, and now he's back. And he's been playing so well lately and just had been coming up just ever so short to get a win. And he finally got it this weekend, and you could see the sigh of relief on his face when that putt went in on the playoff hole to win the Rocket Mortgage, although... Again, if, unless you had an app, nobody could see it because of weather. Uh, screwed up the scheduling. They did a tape delay in 2023 because that's a good oh. business decision. Oh, uh, my gosh. But he's going to be on the Ryder Cup, and golf is better with Ricky Fowler playing well. And, of course, the Americans are better off with Ricky Fowler on the team. So, cool moment. Seems like a good dude. Really nice huh. to, to see him back on top again. Very good. You got a loser? I'll also throw in – no, I'll, I'll throw another winner in. I'm going to throw in Brent Rooker, named to his first all-star team uh, this weekend, uh, former Mississippi State Bulldog, former Triple Crown winner here at Mississippi State, uh, and a good guy. Been on the Thunder and Lightning podcast with us a couple of times. Uh, just a good guy, and a guy you know I, I was kind of sure was going to be a big leaguer and be a guy who had a, a decent MLB career, and today's the first the real step for that, being an all-star with the Oakland A's. So congrats to Brent. And, uh, yeah, good stuff for him. Also, give credit. I, I didn't mention it last week. I meant to. Uh, Jordan Westberg became the 68th Diamond Dog all-time uh, to make it to the major leagues and is up with Baltimore now, uh, playing alongside Adam Frazier, two, uh, two great uh, Bulldog uh, shortstops there. Awesome. Uh, another winner, uh, contracts in the NBA. Uh, give your kid a basketball. Uh, it sounds great. Give your kid a basketball. Oh my God. Don't give them a baseball. Don't give them a football. Don't give them a soccer ball. Give them a basketball. So uh, th- there's a lot of people asking, you know, why is it that NBA players get this much more? Like, why do they get so much more money than NFL players? And honestly, it's simple economics. It's 13 roster spots or 12 roster spots versus 53. And the CBA says the players have to get half of it. Just like in the NFL, it's like 48.5%. The NBA is like 49 Either way. So if the league generates more revenue, the players have to get half of that revenue. That's part of collective bargaining. 
You have guys like Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks, who wasn't even good for the Grizzlies, and then acted the way he did, signed an $80 million four-year contract with the Houston Rockets. Yes, he did. He doesn't deserve... That is a true story. He should be playing in the G League or over in Japan or something, but $80 million, four years. Dylan Brooks, give your kid a basketball. Teach him how to shoot. Shoot and dribble. I think three and D. I think the number, I think the number from the weekend was over two billion dollars worth of contracts. Yeah, and, and and if you're not an NBA fan, let me make this very clear to you. It's not like Durant got a new contract or Steph Curry or no. Giannis or Doncic or any of the or Embiid, any of the superstars. I mean, who was the biggest star to get a new contract over the weekend? Draymond Green. I mean, who was it? There was, there's not, a, there wasn't a big superstar player no. on this free agent market. Kyrie. This is just a bunch of role players. Kyrie, yeah, but I mean, eh. but but for the most part, these are just role players and guys who will be like a team's third or fourth best player, and they gave out two billion dollars worth of contracts, of which I would be willing to guess. $1.5 billion of it is guaranteed money. Something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Work, yeah, get the cones, get the, uh, the cones out on the, on the gym floor. Have them doing suicides. Let's go get them, get them, get them playing basketball. Yeah. Uh, Herb Jones got 50. I mean, does anybody listening know who Herb Jones is? Anybody? I, I do because I watch him play every day, but I know him because I'm from college. Yeah. He played at Alabama. $54 yeah. million. Dollars. Herb Jones, yeah. 54, great defender, one of the best in the league. But still, nobody knows who Herb Jones is, with all due respect to Herb Jones. I love that guy. He's my favorite player, I think, on, on the Pelicans. I think he is. Mm-hmm. $54 million. And he scores like 10 points per game. Yes. <laughs> it's just unreal. And speaking of those Pelicans, by the way, uh, Garrison Brooks got an invite to their summer league. Saw that. That's pretty well, cool. I'd say that I saw I saw that because it was on your Twitter feed. Yeah, it was the only the only reason I saw it. He could uh, he he won't make the roster. I mean, the roster's basically already set in stone anyway. But if he plays well, be in the G League. Yeah, Jonas Valanciunas gets hurt and suddenly I mean, he gets called up. You know, a, a big that can stretch the floor and shoot jump shots is a valuable commodity in today's NBA. Yeah. Simple as that. So uh, so that was cool to see. All right, loser. Uh, there's not a lot of options here, are there? I mean, Elon uh, Musk. We did something. Okay. I don't want any more of this business genius stuff from him, okay? I don't want to hear it. You have a platform that you're trying to sell advertising on, you're going to limit people's views on it. And don't tell me he's trying to get rid of bots because every time I look at a tweet, there's either somebody offering me gambling odds or some chick trying to show off the goods. All and right? crypto. The, the bots aren't going anywhere. Or crypto, yeah. NFTs. Those are still a thing. Don't even get me started on this guy. It's incredible. This site ran perfectly for a decade. There were no issues with it whatsoever, except every now and then when we were like, hey, we got, a, we got an outage. It was 30 minutes and it was back on. Now you have whole weekends where it's like nothing. Imagine if this had been like the opening weekend of college football. People would have lost their mind. That's the only thing. Because for those of you that are not on Elon Musk's Twitter, then you don't understand the angst. But he basically stopped you from being able to see 
almost anything on the website all weekend. Mm-hmm. And there, there are a lot of people that say, well, we'll just go outside then. Yeah, of course. But there are people like us that use that as a huge resource. It's for 103 work. degrees outside. You go outside. Well, that and then you go sit out in there. When football season comes, I mean, when, when there's 20 have, games going on at once, I'll go ahead and tell that's you. the best way to keep well, up I mean, with everything. There's that. And honestly, I've been thinking about revamping my coverage to do things differently anyway. This is just sort of sealing up that I'll be honest. I don't know that I'll be in the press box this year for football. Hmm. I don't know that I will. I'm, I'm going to try to find another way because you know it doesn't make it doesn't work. It doesn't work right now. We'll get to your winners and losers when we come back. Text them six zero one eight seven nine forty three ninety five. Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. It doesn't get any better than this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Michael Borky and Brian Haydad with you. Still on Winners and Losers, we want you to send us yours. 601-879-4395. Dwayne was the first one to send us one. He said, big loser. Can't recall her name. Don't really want to give it, but she's the one calling America trash right before the fourth. Here's, and a lot of people do that. That like trends online every year. So I don't know who you're talking about. It's not new, yeah. um, I will say this. It's an odd phenomenon, though. Because are, are we like... Should we not celebrate things that are flawed? I mean, I have I have a birthday in March. Should should I not get celebrated on my birthday because I'm flawed? I'm deeply flawed. You should not. Uh, it's I don't know. Uh, yes, there are a lot of things wrong with the country in which we live. Have you been to the hospital lately? Uh, tell me what that bill looks like, and tell me that everything is perfect. It's not perfect. It's still great, and it's still worth celebrating. I, I find that that self-loathing, oh. look at me, look at me, everybody look at me stuff that that you get on days like this. I, I find it bizarre and sad. The other, the other side of that, is, or not the other side, is like we're celebrating our independence. You, know, yeah. you, you're, you can just, you know, we're just celebrating the fact that we declared independence from Great Britain on this day. That's what we're celebrating. You know, the whole, oh, I hate America now. Well, that's fine. If you hate America now, whatever, I don't agree with you, but, you know, fine. But we're celebrating that in 1776, we told uh, King George that uh, he can, you know, he can he can stick it where the sun don't shine. And a bunch of and farmers with that. pitchforks defeated down the, the world's greatest, greatest empire army. this world is. That's right. We're celebrating. Some of the stories about how overmatched we were in the Revolutionary War is phenomenal. It's awesome to read. Just interesting stuff. Shocking levels of bravery and intellect from those people. Anyway. Yeah, ignore those people, Dwayne. They're they're just miserable. Winner, Shane Van Gisbergen. Sorry, I am butchering that, I'm sure, but he won the NASCAR race in Chicago. The, Ar- the Archduke of uh, Ferdinand. I know who that is, yeah. Start of World War One. <laughs> Jeff says, winner, Ricky Fowler, for ending that drought. 
Get another one. Rooker was great and a a rebel killer, sad to say. I'm actually going to the Red Sox A's game next Saturday in Boston. Hope him well. That's cool. He did have his moments against Ole Miss, no question. He's going to be a Vegas A here soon. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Oh, man. So, when are they going to move to Vegas? After the stadium's done? I don't, I don't think it'd be next season. I think it'd be the season after. I could be wrong though, because that'll be an awkward God, few doing years one more in year, Oakland. Doing one more year in Oakland. I mean, nobody's coming out of those games at that point. That that's not fair to the players, honestly. No, it really isn't. Maybe, maybe they are this year. I don't know. Maybe they do a year at the uh, the Roomba while the new stadium's being built. Or I, I think they have a AAA park there too. A nice one. Yeah, I mean, it's not like it's not like attendance would sacrifice, right? It's like the uh, the Arizona Coyotes who are currently playing at Arizona State's hockey arena, which seats five thousand mm-hmm. people, and they did that in anticipation of having a new arena like built by now, and they haven't even approved the plans yet. Yeah, because that that that's one of the worst run franchise. If you ever want to talk about a poorly run franchise. Just learn, learn stuff about the Arizona Coyotes. Not not, not exactly the New York Yankees there. No. Uh, somebody says, get Haydad on the field. You know, that actually would be pretty sick if you were on the field doing videos and updates and stuff during the game. <laughs> that would be something. I need a GoPro at that point. I mean, don't, doesn't, course, doesn't yeah. the media pass get, grant you field access? No, no. And that, ever since COVID, they, uh, they took that away. Oh, yeah, of course. That's a shame because that would be sick. So, yeah. Yeah, it used to be you could go down like at the end of the fourth quarter, towards the end of the fourth quarter, and then go to the press conference. Now it's like at the end of the game you go. Hmm. So, here's what it is. Yeah, get Arnett to give you a pass. Uh, I mean, what's the worst thing oh, you're going to do? That's going to happen. <laughs> that's going to that's going to occur. Jeremy Columbia calls us winners for doing a great show today. We appreciate you, Jeremy. Glad that you are Thank with you, us. Jeremy. Appreciate that. Benny and Sarkle says, winner me, my new coffee mug. And it's the uh, the picture of Terry, who's unable to put his chair in reverse when he lights the fireworks. And it says, put it in reverse, Terry. And if you haven't seen that video, pull out your phone and you, just type in on Google. Have you not seen it? Put it in reverse, Terry, for your 4th of July have you not seen it? viewing mean, pleasure. Yeah. Put it in reverse, Terry. Oh, Lord. Good stuff. Very good stuff. Jason says, The beauty of this country is the process itself. Far too many people miss that on both sides. Well said. It's true. George Washington is a winner. Yeah, he, he was. His teeth were made of wool. <laughs> what? What did you say? you never seen Big Daddy? It's... I have never seen Big. Wait, You've big, never seen oh, big, big Daddy. Da- okay, his, his teeth I, I were made of, of wool. I was thinking of something else. Uh, yes, don't you I, mean wood? I haven't seen it in a while, though. Yeah, yeah, I confused D and L. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a while, but yes, back when Sandler made good movies. But uh, yeah, anyway, Jeff says winner Ricky Fowler's wife. Yeah, she's accomplished in her own right, but I, I'm sure that 1.8 million dollar check or whatever that hits the account is is a welcome thing. For the Fowler family. So he's married now because I remember that, that famous picture of him, everybody else getting kisses at the Ryder Cup, and yeah. he's just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, he's uh, he married Allison Stoke, 
she's a she was a, an Olympian. I think she did pole vault. I believe was what was her thing. Okay. Uh, I'll keep it PG. She she's famous for other things besides the pole vault. She's an extremely good looking okay. woman, I, and and she was very very popular. You. She was like the the Livy Dunn before people cared about influencers and stuff. I know who she is yeah, now that I see yeah, her. Okay. Just an extremely good looking Olympian, and yeah, that's that's who he's yeah. married to. Now. They have a little a little girl, I think. If I if I remember the the scene on eighteen yesterday, Dwayne says winner thanks to Borky. I'm watching the greatest beer run ever on Apple TV. Outstanding. Yeah, I, I did five chapters last night, and it is what I was hoping it would be. And in case you guys don't know what I, what we're talking about, I started a book called The Greatest Beer Run Ever, where inspired by a conversation at a bar in New York during the Vietnam War, a, a veteran who had access to cargo ships. He After the war, he started working on cargo ships and, and was able to get on one that was bound for Vietnam, and he brought a case of beer to all the neighborhood. They were kids, to 18 to 20-year-olds, uh, but was able to bring a beer to the 18 to 20-year-olds in his neighborhood, or at least so far he's gotten to a couple, uh, and to give them good tidings of, you know, hey, everybody at home is pulling for you and stuff because... I wasn't alive at the time, but you guys know the the climate at home was horrible. The soldiers that were coming home, these teenagers or, or guys in their early 20s that were drafted and sent off to war were coming home and being treated like crap, even though it wasn't them that drafted themselves and it wasn't them who gave the orders. And so this idea in this bar was, let's go tell them that there are people here that love you and care about you and here's a beer. And he went and did that, like went into Vietnam and did that. So uh, it's fascinating so far. And, yeah, it's got a TV show. Bill Murray's in it. Uh, so apparently it's really good because that's like the third person that's told me it's been uh, been good. So check that out. There's another yeah. Fourth of July thing. If you're doing nothing tomorrow, check that out. The greatest beer run ever. Um, if you want to just sit and watch TV instead of hang out by the pool or whatever. So. Anyway. Loser. Or if you're not cooking, yeah. Jason says, trying to play ice hockey in Phoenix. It just seems like a stretch. Call me crazy. Literally 80 billion degrees this time of year. Well, they play it inside. <laughs> I'm just, it's not an outdoor arena. <laughs> Although the, but yes, hockey funny. in Arizona is, is kind of like baseball in, in Toronto. It's like, you know, eh. Toronto's at least won a couple World Series. Yeah. At least so. Somebody says I would fit in their friend group with references like that. Man, I'm full of them. An old buddy of mine in college and I used to basically talk in movie references to each other. And everybody used to think we were so weird because nobody would pick up on it. Yeah. Yeah. If you you are with a bunch of guys and you aren't talking in movie references, y'all aren't really friends. Yeah. Or just naming random athletes. Yeah. Y'all remember Kevin Pitts noggle? Yeah. <laughs> who could forget who could forget him? Or Owen Schmidt? I remember Owen Schmidt. I don't remember Kevin Pitts noggle, I'll be honest with you. Both at uh, West Virginia. Pitts noggle was a basketball player, I think. Okay. And it's Owen w- Schmidt. I mean I I just I just see the str- the trickle of blood coming yeah. down his his nose. That's all I remember about him. This guy was a psychopath. Catch uh, him out on the wheel route, you know. Yeah. 
601-879-4395 is the text line. Hey, we got a couple of teams to get to in 100 teams in 100 days. We'll do that when we come back. FM. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Grew up in America at a time that wasn't so bad. We were raised out in Steve Holler. We did the best for what we had. We had it all. Loving neighbors, land, and freedom. Everybody's got a story. Michael Borky and Brian Haydad with you. Got a couple teams to get to today. Let's start right now. 100 teams in 100 days. This day is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. This day is bananas. 100 teams in 100 days. Okay, ready? Three, two, one, go! Team number 62 making up for yesterday. See Clemson Tigers. I've heard this way too much in my life. Not bad, though. Tiger Act's not bad. Theirs is faster than LSU's. Especially when they get yes. to the spelling part. But anyway. <laughs> What does hold that tiger mean, by the way? Why do you want your tiger to be held? Shouldn't do it. Shouldn't do it. C-L-E-M-S. You hate them. Why are you doing this? And because it's a good fight song. Dabo Sweeney entering, can you believe this, his 16th year. As the head coach yeah. of the Clemson Tigers. Well, 15 and a half. One was his, the, the interim year taking over for Tommy Bowden in 2008. But yeah, the 16th year Dabo Sweeney has been the head coach I mean, of Clemson. Yeah, he, you know, Saban is only a year ahead of him. Saban was at Alabama in 07. Yeah. And, Clem, and, and Dabo took over Clemson in 08. So. In 2008, Dabo Sweeney won four games as the interim head coach. In 2009, they went nine and five. In 2010, they went six and seven. He went into the 2011 season on the hot seat. I mean, he was straight up on the hot seat. And by the way, Pat Forty of ESPN at the time gave Clemson an F grade for their hiring of Dabo Sweeney. Here's what happened. Here's Rough. their here's their wins, their win total starting in 2011. Are you ready for this run? This is unbelievable. Go. 10, 11, 11, 10, 14, 14, 12, 15, 14, 10, 10, 11. What, two national titles? Two national titles in that time in 2016 and 2018, and they went to two more national championships during that stretch. Joking, he's goofy, and honestly, I think some of the things he says um, are disingenuous at best. His whole... If players start getting paid, I'm going to have to find something else to do because there's too much entitlement in this world as it is as he signs a $100 million contract. I think all that's goofy, but you can't deny the results. I know the ACC is not the SEC, but what a model of consistency 
that Dabo Sweeney has been. And that's a Clemson program that had nice infrastructure, had a good fan base and a stadium and all that. They didn't have a history of good football. No. Well, you, you say that? They had the one title. Prior to Florida State, well, prior to Florida State joining the ACC, they were the dominant program there, to the point where ACC stood for another Clemson championship. That's what they called it every year. They still call it now, I guess. And they won a national title in 1981, one of the weirdest national, like totally out of nowhere. The year before that, I think they were 5-6, and six, something like that, and they just somehow went undefeated the next yeah. season. And just sort of went from there with Ken Hatfield and Danny Ford. But, yes, it, it, this run they've been on in recent years is just, uh, it's just, it's just incredible. It is, and now they're at a bit of a crossroads right now, or at least it feels uh, that way. DJ Uyunglele was supposed to be the heir apparent to Trevor Lawrence, and he wasn't. It was kind of a flop, honestly, uh, in terms of what they got out of the former five-star. In enters Cade Klubnik. That's a name to remember. And hey, Dad, you pointed out to, to us on the call last week, we didn't bring it up on the show yet, the roster of quarterbacks in the ACC. No. Is really really, really good. It, it, it's like we said. You have Drake May, who is a likely top, you know, three pick next year. You know, he's only a true sophomore, so he's not eligible. Uh, you have uh, Jordan Travis at Florida State, who I don't think was mentioned. You have Brennan Armstrong at NC State. Uh, you have Tyler Van Dyke down at Miami. You mentioned Clublet Clubnick, I think. He's sort of sort of like what we're th- talking about with Carson Beck and Tyler Buckner here in the SEC, where Clemson quarterback, if he has a good season, will be likely your, a first-team All-ACC guy, or at least be in contention for it, yeah. because he's going to throw for over 3,000 yards. And he's a good runner, too, so he'll probably add some rushing yards. I'm leaving somebody out of this top quarterback list. I know I can't remember who it is. but uh, your, your boy, yeah. how could you forget? Garrick Schrader at Syracuse. Sure, I mean, Say, say what you want. Trader Trader is a decent enough college. I mean, He's doing if Garrett well, Trader, if I if I tell you that in your conference, Garrett Trader is like the seventh or eighth best quarterback, that's pretty good. You, you obviously have some decent quarterback play. Yeah, and Riley Leonard so, at Duke is a name that uh, all yeah. of you were probably like, "Wait, who?" Duke's quarterback had uh, twenty passing touchdowns and thirteen rushing touchdowns. Last year, yeah, he's a good player. He's a good player. Good player so. so the the roster of so, quarterbacks yeah. in the ACC is there. Are, there are really good quarterbacks good. in the ACC. And now this year, I'm interested with Clemson. Or are, is this the year somebody's finally ready to knock them off? Is it going to be Florida State this year? You know, it feels like there's a lot of, of hype. We're going to know a lot about Florida State Week One yeah. when they play uh, play the LSU. And you know, if they come out of that game one and zero, then it's. I mean, I don't know where it is. I guess you'll give me the schedule here. Yeah. But wherever Clemson, Florida State is, that that's the, probably the game of the week that week. It's still when is when is Clemson, Florida State? Well, uh, it's in week four, and it's in oh, Clemson. So here's the schedule: they open at Duke on Monday, September fourth. They are at Duke on Monday, September fourth on ESPN. So. For whatever that's worth mm-hmm. to you, that might be something worth watching. In week two, they're hosting Charleston Southern. Quick, name that mascot. Charleston Southern are, uh, oh, I don't know it. The Buccaneers know, like, of Charleston Southern. Okay. And Charleston Southern is my favorite fun fact of all time. Charleston Southern is in North Charleston, South Carolina. Like, that's literally the town. North Charleston is where Charleston Southern 
is located. Uh, Florida Atlantic at home in week three, and then in week four, the game you're talking about, Florida State in Clemson, Saturday, September 3rd. It's for the ACC, isn't it? September 23rd. 23rd, not September 3rd, September 23rd. Yeah. I mean, that's... It's... Might be. Oh, this is 2020. I was like, what am I, what am I looking at here? It says <laughs> 2022. Okay. Wait, only ESPN could you Google week four college football schedule and they give you 2022. Of like, course. What are you doing? God. Uh, right, let's try that again. Week five, they're in Syracuse. That's a place that's given them fits before. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about that game, that series, that, that those games last week on week on that week in October. Yeah, here's September 23rd. We have Ole Miss at Alabama, Arkansas at LSU, Mississippi State at South Carolina, Auburn at Texas A&M, USC at Arizona State, UCLA at Utah, uh, Florida State at Clemson, Texas at Baylor, Oklahoma going to Cincinnati. That'll just be interesting. UCF at Kansas State. That'll be a, a decent football game. Uh, Southern Miss has Arkansas State that day, so that's a big game for them. I'm trying to see if there's anything else here down. What's in the Big Ten that's worth The Big Ten that week is the week that's not great. Not like, oh, I want to take it back. You have Ohio State at Notre Dame. <laughs> Again, you know, I do this every year, and it's just every weekend is good. Yeah. But some weekends are better than others. For, uh, for sure. After they stay on the road, uh, I get to watch it all. Yes, yes sir. After they're at uh, Syracuse, it's Wake Forest at home. Then back to back tough road games at Miami. I, I say tough road games. It's not like Miami's a difficult place to play in terms of environment. But you still got to go on the road. Mm-hmm. Nice little quarterback there at Miami. Then they're at NC State. That's not an easy place to go play. Then they host Notre no. Dame, host Georgia Tech, host North Carolina, and they are in Columbia, hoping to get revenge. From the Gamecocks. Yeah. Clemson will go what in 2023? 10-2. I kind of like that. They will lose They will lose to Florida State and Notre Dame. I like that. I, I can get on board with that. That road game so in no South ACC Carolina. No ACC title, but... That'll be that'll be a fun game, but I think Clemson is just a little bit better than them. You know what we need? We need that NC State game on Thursday night. That that feels like a perfect Thursday night upset upset appetizer for a weekend of college football. Is Raleigh for some reason yeah. Raleigh makes sense on Thursday? I don't know why. Just this is how my brain works. Clemson at NC State on a Thursday night where you get an upset is perfect college football for me. But anyway. Uh, famous alums from Clemson. Honestly, I can't give you much. I know Nikki Haley went there, which will draw mixed uh, reactions from our audience. Dolph Lundgren, number one. Nice. That's right. Ivan Drago. If he dies, he dies. Uh, Nikki Haley, you mentioned her. Strom Thurmond, Senator Strom Thurmond, Clemson alum. Um, uh, beyond that, we're, we're, we're pushing it here. I don't know who Lee Bryce is, but apparently he's he's had a bunch Country of albums. Singer. Good for him. Okay, good for him. Um, I think he that's played football that's there and then like tore up his knee on a kickoff or something and then started doing music. I don't know. Either way, Clemson, team number 62 on our countdown. We'll go to the Big Ten next in Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't go anywhere. Point three. 
you can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. We got another team, team number 61, right? 61. Yes. And then we got to make up three on Wednesday? Yeah. No, just oh, two. Richard. Just, nah, you sure? How many days until Today September is 61, 2nd? right? 61. So tomorrow will be 60. Yeah, I guess just, just two. two. Okay. Just two. Good. Well, uh, we'll turn our attention right. to the Big Ten. And talk about Indiana, the Hoosiers. A once proud basketball program. I rolled over my headset here. Hold on. (laughs) Caught under the chair. You good now? Yes. So you can hear this awful fight song. Feels like there's a lot of uh, of oboe in there, you know? Yeah, too much. Oboe, not the most uh, fully have. With all due respect to your but two shout friends out to, that, uh, yeah. All right. The, the, the Indiana slash Mississippi State connections are huge. You got Mackenzie Salmon. You got Ben Portnoy. You had Courtney Robb with WCBI. And now we have Stefan Krajnik and Grace Sibora over there at WCBI. And Stefan, of course, with, uh, with a paper that will not be named here on this show. What's up with that? Why do people that graduate from Indiana uh, move to Starkville? They want to come see me, man. They, 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 they the, the, the rumors are starting to get up there in Bloomington. There's this guy. He'll invite you over to his house. He'll cook for you. Go out to the bar. Knows everybody. He's a good guy. Go work with that dude. That's I mean, what can I say? And that, that's the selling point that get that gets the Hoosiers yeah. down to, to Starkville. I guess Indiana yeah. is at a bit of a crossroads as a program. We're this is a uh, win or else kind of year for Tom Allen. At least I think it is entering his eighth year as head coach at Indiana. You guys may remember him from his time as an assistant at Ole Miss. Uh, took over as an interim for the Foster Farms Bowl. So uh, this is not really year eight. It's more like year seven. The Foster Farms Bowl. Yeah, what bowl even is that? I don't even know. What is what? What was that? The, that that was well, in Santa Clara. The Foster Farms Bowl was. It's in now Santa the Clara. it's now the San Francisco Bowl. Okay, still not played in San Francisco. Yeah, that'd be like the New Orleans Bowl played in Mobile. It's now the Red Box Bowl. I guess is what it is now. Is that correct? That is still a thing. I guess. Good for what them. Year did Indiana play in it? Twenty sixteen. They played know. Utah and got beat by Kyle Whittingham's Utah. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, for Tom Allen's first game as head coach, he proceeded to go five and seven, five and seven, eight and five, six and two in the COVID year. That was a really good year for Indiana football. As you remember, they lost to Ole Miss in the Outback Bowl, where Richard Cross did sideline reporting from the third row because that's the closest they would let him get to the field. So he was walking around the third row of the stadium, doing sideline reporting for uh, the broadcast. They followed that up with a two and ten. And then a four and eight. So that is, uh, that it's clear that he is in a win or else he's coaching for his job, as the joke is. Well, he, everybody's coaching for their job. It's literally what he does for a living. But this year, Tom Allen, yeah, very much coaching for his job. No question about that. I mean, I, I don't see how you can, you can get around that. So yeah, we'll see if it works out for him. I, I just, 
I just don't know, man. I mean, you look at the Big Ten, you look at Indiana, I just... Eesh. It's kind of like a, a what are you and, Sorry, and what friends. do you think you are uh, situation there with Indiana. Yeah. They're, they're, they're like a, a worse version of Missouri in the SEC. Yeah. Which is, that's not a compliment. And uh, Tom Allen gets that win or else season started uh, on a great front. He plays Ohio State. Yeah, uh, that is at home, though, on Saturday, September 2nd on CBS, because that is now a thing, the Big Ten on CBS at 2.30. Uh, yeah. They turn years, I think it was after the, after the eight-win year. They started the season on like a Thursday night against Ohio State, and there was a lot of excitement, and they were in that game for a while, but then, of course, it was Ohio State. So. Yeah. After that, they host Indiana State in Louisville. That's an interesting uh, non-conference game, kind of, in week three. Then yeah. Akron, you know this, head coach of Akron is... Joe Moorhead. Joe Moorhead. A lot of my, Mississippi my buddy. guys here. They follow that up with road yeah. trips to Maryland and Michigan. They host Rutgers. They go to oh. Penn State. They host Wisconsin. They go to Illinois. They host Michigan State. And they finish at Purdue. So what's good enough here? Is 6-6 six and six good enough to keep them around another year? Go to a bowl? I think is so. That, is that enough? It's Probably. It, it's Indiana. You know, it feels like that should be enough. Roll out another 4-8, and eight, though, and see ya. Yeah, you're gone. Yeah, you, you got to get to a bowl game. Famous alums from Indiana? Mark Cuban, number one on the list. Did not know that. Did not know that. Mark Cuban, Kevin Klein, Lee Majors, the uh, the fall guy and the $6 million man. Jonathan Banks, not the MSU defensive back, but Mike Ehrmantraut uh, went to Indiana. Um, James D. Watson, who, of course, I guess we should check our, re- our listeners' intelligence if you don't know who James D. Watson is. He, he discovered DNA. Oh. Along with uh, Francis Crick. Joe Buck went to Indiana, according to this. I didn't know about that. Not a bad list. It's and better even though than sports, nine-time gold medalist uh, Mark Spitz. Nice. Yeah. So Indiana, team number 61 on our countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. We will be in the 50s next time we do this. Looking forward to that. College Love football that. fix is next. Bucket list college football item. Let us know on the text line. We'll be right back. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team with live reports from games and practices, plus exclusive interviews. Weekday afternoons starting at 3 on supertalk.fm, the Supertalk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. With you, happy Fourth of July, a day early. Hope you guys are safe and have a good, fun, safe weekend. Come back to us on Wednesday with all your fingers and toes, ladies and gentlemen. Glad to be with you in the Pearl River Resort Studio. When guests appear on the show, they do so in the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. Okay, here's the assignment. I was uh, thinking about this this morning, uh, as sometimes I do. I have YouTube up. YouTube up. And making sure I could find a quality uh, Clemson and Indiana fight song, and then a thing. Nothing appeared. wrong with having you two up there, a good band. Eh, true, 
But a thing appeared in that right-hand column, the suggested videos column, and it was the Clemson running down the hill thing. And so I watched that, and then it turned into the Ohio State band entrance into the script Ohio, and then just on and on and on. And I fell down that rabbit hole of college football things that just make the sport so unique compared to basically anything else that we do in this country when it comes to sports. So... For the college football fix, driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealer, test drive one, especially an F-150. It's been the best-selling truck in America for almost five decades. You test drive one, you want one. So go buy your local Mississippi Ford dealer and do that. Celebrate America and celebrate yourself in an F-150. So, what are the things like that in college football? the lone trumpeter at Georgia, the running through the tee in Knoxville, that you have not seen yourself in person that you want to see. What is your bucket list college football items? Text them to us, 601-879-4395 on the C Spire text line. Your college football bucket list items for the college football fix driven by Ford. Hey, Dad, you've been to a lot of places. I have. What's something you haven't seen? Seen a lot. I've seen both of those things you just mentioned there. I've seen the lone trumpeter. I've seen the running through the tee. So for me, it's more about games and some locations. I, like up north, I haven't been to Notre Dame, Ohio State, Michigan. I wouldn't mind going to the Rose Bowl. But for me, it's more about I would like to see an Iron Bowl. I've never been to the Iron Bowl. I would like to see the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. I would like to see the Red River Shootout. i like to see Michigan play Ohio State. I'd like to see uh, a night game at Penn State. And a wideout. So that, that's more for me. It's more about, you know, seeing certain games than anything, anything else. And that, that, that's what I would, you know, if you're talking about my, what my bucket list is, I think one would be Iron Bowl, two would be Michigan, Ohio State, and I think three would be Oklahoma, Texas. Okay. And Dallas? Obviously. Yeah, I'd love to it. go to that. I'd love to go to that. I'd love to go to that. Oh, man. It's a shame you're on a diet now because you could go to the fair and just eat your weight and fried stuff, Oreos and Let's whatever. Get some fried butter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, why not? Uh, those, that's a good when, list. when you're on vacation, you know, it's it's different. What, what's the favorite thing that you've seen? So not your bucket list, but the things I, that you've checked off. I I love LSU and the, the band coming on the field. And playing the four notes of Tiger Stadium and the crowd going crazy. It, it's, there's nothing like it. It's just so loud. And being a game at Tiger Stadium is, I mean, I, I, you, you said you've never been. It's, never it's been. impossible for me to believe that a guy, you went to Ole Miss for four years and didn't go one time down to Baton Rouge and go to the stadium. It, it, it truly is, especially if you get a good game. Um, the loudest I've ever been in there was 2000 when State lost to them in overtime. And State was up. Four, two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and LSU led this big comeback. And, you know, the LSU fans were like telling me afterwards, like, that was really loud, but that is not as loud as it can get near. I can't imagine what it's like when they've beaten Alabama or, or, or Florida through the years. That, that's my number one. So I'll start in reverse. Uh, things that I've seen in person, uh, the script Ohio, the, the band entrance and the, uh, the drum major, touching the top of his hat to the turf and leading the band onto the field and then the breaking out into those little circles or whatever that they do and the marching and script Ohio and the dotting the I is the coolest thing I've seen in person. Uh, 
Yeah. Clemson's running down the hill is awesome. Like I, I don't like Clemson. I never considered going there. Never would have. Didn't don't like it. Don't like the people. Don't like anything about Clemson. But man, when the team loads those buses and on the big video board you see those buses going around the stadium and then they get to the hill and they get off the buses and they touch the rock and they run down. That is as electric of a stadium entrance as I've seen. And I love the lone trumpeter as well. I wish they would play for a little bit longer. I mean, they only play like no. four notes. I wish it would be like the first part of the song and then the band would join them. But either way, that is really, really cool. I have got to see Jump Around in Madison, Wisconsin. That's a good one. I have yeah. got to see to Jump Around. Uh, I mean, apparently Madison is just an awesome place uh, to to spend a weekend and go to a football game. Like, Wisconsin's got an incredible, like, college environment and game day and all that stuff, but I've got to see Jump Around. And uh, and then Enter Sandman at Virginia Tech, another thing that I haven't seen. They're kind of similar, right? Everybody jumping, it's just one's at the beginning of the fourth quarter and one's at the beginning of the game, but... Those are two things that I have got to go see before I croak. It's one of those. I've got to see them both. Uh, need to go to a night game in Tiger Stadium. But but those are two things that when I watch the videos of them, I get chills. I could not imagine what that's going to look and feel like in person whenever yeah. I get the chance. Yeah. Well, you can go to Tiger Stadium next year. you got State down there and Ole Miss down there. Pick one and just go. Yeah, I, do. I really need to. Don't talk about it, Borky. Be about it. I'm go. I'm going to. I, I am. I, it, yeah. it just. I. Mean, I it's, it's so especially. It's not like Richard couldn't do you a solid. He probably get you a sideline pass, and you could just stand down there and let the. I, I've stood on the sideline of Tiger Stadium once. Somebody gave me a sideline pass. I don't know who or why. I think it's because I was being really loud in my my displeasure at Jackie Sherrill, but. Uh, I've stood on that sideline, and that noise, I mean, again, not a great game. LSU killed State in that game, but the noise just rains down upon you. It's like, it literally is like, if, if you can picture noise as rain and just like hitting you from all sides, it's, it's really something. Yeah, I need to feel that. I, I don't think Richard would hook me up, though. I, I, f- I feel like he would. He would. Don't be like that. He would. Oh, for one so far and helping me get sideline passes, but that was a different deal uh, a few years ago. He really couldn't, so I'm giving him a hard time. He couldn't. He tried. Maybe in Baton Rouge he can uh, he can help me out. So anyway, uh, to the text line, Jason says Army versus Navy. The whole stadium standing and saluting during the national anthem and the air assault. That doesn't count. That's everybody's ball. bucket list. That's that's not unique. Everybody wants to go to that game. <laughs> Uh, another one, love to take part in Army-Navy game, ultimate college football bucket list. See? Yeah, when when they march into the stadium, uh, the cadets and the midshipmen, where they, they're all in formation on the field, is probably mm-hmm. cooler than anything that happens in the game until the post-game alma mater. Yeah. yeah. Sing second. I wouldn't... But I'll throw one more. I wouldn't mind going to Colorado. For, I mean, that's, that's weird, but like, if, I could, if you can guarantee me snow... Yeah, and I can see I can see that buffalo charge out through the snow. I'm interested in that. You got my attention. And seeing Ralphie run. Yeah, Ralphie's small, by the way. Understandably so, because dudes are controlling it with just a couple of ropes, and that's basically it. Also, a girl. Ralphie's a female buffalo. There's your little fun fact of the day. I did not know that. Yeah, there, uh, there you go. 
Matt Sarkville says bucket list Army Navy and jump around at Wisconsin. Dave says after seeing the Eagle land on the 50-yard line, Bernie is pretty amazing also. Who's Bernie? It's Bernie. I don't know. I know what the Eagle landing is. He says Tommy Trojan riding in at the Coliseum is also amazing. What's the the spirit? What's the oh gosh uh, the at Florida State? What's his name? Who who drives the flaming spear into the middle of the field? The oh the, what's the name of the? It, what is his name? I, I should know it. I don't. Uh oh, Chief Osceola. Osceola. And the horse's That's exactly name right. Is, yes. The, and the the horse's name is Renegade. Yeah, that's another cool one. That's a good one. That's a good one. I, if I'm that, if I'm there for that, I want I want Florida State, Miami, or Florida State, Florida. Nothing else would interest me. Maybe Florida State, Clemson. I take it back. I'd go to Florida State, Clemson this year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Message here says a cool part of being in the band is that I've been to eleven of fourteen SEC stadiums. That is really cool. I've been to everyone except for uh, Missouri. And then when next year, I will not have been to Texas or Oklahoma. But I'm going, say, place at Texas next year, I will go to that game. You've got to. Go to Franklin. I don't have any choice. There's probably I, better Did I tell options. you my pro tip? I told you the pro tip for Franklin the other day, didn't I? Yeah. Where it's like, if you if you order for carryout, if you order $100 worth, you can just walk right in and pick it up. Crazy. Well, buddy, I can easily eat hundred dollars worth of barbecue when brisket is thirty-five bucks a pound. So yeah, no no issues for me, buddy. I'm gonna I'll be seeing you there, Aaron. Keep sending them. Six zero one eight seven nine forty three ninety five. We'll be back. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices, plus exclusive interviews with coaches, players, and legends from the past. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Borky Brian, hey Dad, with you continuing our conversation, college football bucket list items. A few really good messages have come in so far. If you want to be a part, please do on the ceasefire text on 601-879-4395. We get this one here. I'm a Mississippi State fan who just moved to the Panhandle two years ago. Congrats to you on that. Hope you're enjoying yourself down there. Now my bucket list is number one, or my number one bucket list item is a Mississippi State versus Florida game at the Swamp. As a kid in the 90s, I watched games at the Swamp during the Spurrier days, and I've always wanted to go. Now I'm living in Florida, and I will make it happen. Well, buddy, you can thank the new SEC scheduling model. It's going to happen for you soon. I did that once. State lost 51 to nothing. Didn't really enjoy myself. Did you expect that, that going day into was it, Rick though? Flair was on the sideline. Yes, I knew. I, well, I don't know about fifty-one nothing, but I did not think State was going to win. They that were really bad easier. that year, and yeah, like I said, the highlight was seeing Rick Flair. He was on the sidelines going absolutely nuts. It was fantastic. He's a Florida guy. He is a huge Gator fan. Yes, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll get that soon. They're uh, yeah. They they did a little trick, by the way. Uh, with media today, 
And athletic departments all over the country do it, so they're not unique. But you may have seen the story that Florida announces a $400 million upgrade to the swamp. That's not what they announced today. They announced that they are hiring somebody to draw up plans for a potential $400 million upgrade to the swamp. That That's what they announced today. It needs it, though. If you've ever been, it's a, it is not a nice venue. It's one of the worst in the league at this point in terms of how updated it is and, and stuff. Frankly, Vaught Hemingway's down there as well in terms of what the facility is like that the actual stadium itself, uh, but the swamp is it. I mean, it was. It's been a few years now since I've been, but it was not yeah. not a good place to watch a football game. It was loud. We'll see what we'll see what four hundred million gets them. Yeah, I mean the Superdome renovations were five hundred million, and it's taken them four yeah. years because they don't want to disrupt any games to do it. Right. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. $400 million after they pay somebody an insane amount of money to draw up plans for it. We'll see what the renderings look like and if they ever happen. Uh, the era has kind of changed things. But, yeah, yeah, you'll uh, you'll actually get to see that very, very soon. Get this message here. Uh, go on YouTube and look up the Miracle at South Bend, our alma mater. This is J.C. and Debbie in Ocean Springs. Sat under the goalpost in the end zone. Only two guys in orange sweatshirts. That's me. And so I did that during the break. Sure enough, underneath the goalpost of the missed field goal, there are two dudes on the front row in orange sweatshirts losing their mind. And so unless you're lying, yeah, I looked it up and, and found you. It was a Facebook video, though. Same difference. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Another message. Ralphie is not only not a male, but she isn't a buffalo either. She's an American bison. Well, there you go. Those liars. Well, it's like Georgia Tech, right? Where uh, they're the Yellow Jackets, but they have the honeycomb pattern that they use. And Yellow Jackets do that's not true. make honey. That they, they, That's not what they do. And you would think the fine Georgia Institute of Technology uh-huh. would be smarter than that. You would think, but you would be. Well, I mean, it's not, probably not even smarter. You see, they'd be more honest. Yeah. Yellow jackets. But although being the bees would be a horrible mascot. Or the bees. Yes. With George Tech bees. No. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants to be the bees. Yellow jackets, hornets. Wasp isn't a good one. Nobody's the wasps. That's a that's hard. Yeah. Hornets and, and murder and uh murder hornet more murder jackets. Murder murder hornets was the thing. Yellow jackets. Of course so we're in Starville here, home of the yellow jackets. Yeah. Yellow jackets isn't bad. But Yellow Jackets, Yellow Jackets is a great nickname. Don't yeah. make honey. You uh... not a lot of hornets out there in Greenville. Uh, the Green, Greenville is the hornets here in Mississippi. Hornets isn't bad either. I don't, I don't know if anybody else is. I don't know if anybody else is the hornets here in this town in the state. I don't think so. Yeah. Basketball yeah. team of all things, the Hornets. Yeah. When it really comes down to it, there's a lot of pro sports team names that if there there's like an expansion team. And we name them today. Yeah. Everybody would make fun of them. Yes, like everybody made fun of the Commanders. Well, but if the Browns were named today, yeah. everybody would make fun of them. Especially if like, can you imagine if the, the the stuff that you would see on like BuzzFeed about a, a team owner naming his team after himself? You know, if you yeah. bought an NFL team and it was the Cleveland Borkies, 
people would lose their ever-loving mind. Like, this guy must be the most egotistical, self-centered human being alive. He named his team after himself. But Paul Brown just gets a pass on it. I don't even think he was the owner. Wasn't he just like the general manager? What's going on? Chargers would get made fun of today. The, Houston mm-hmm. is the Texans. Yeah, we, we are yeah. the Houston people from Texas. Go people from Texas. I've learned now that Lake High School and Lloyd Star are the are the uh, Hornets as well. Okay, there we go. Didn't know. Officer Lacey says my bucket list is to go to a game at each SEC stadium. Call it the Grand Slam. I like it. That's good. I'm sure you I got will. a restaurant suggestion for almost every uh, one of them if you need it. You need to write a book. Have people done that yet? Oh no. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, people have done that. No, a book like a full on. Here's where you need to yeah. go at every SEC town. It's, yes. It's been bound and made into a book and sold. I'm 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 pretty sure it has. Yeah. I need to find it yeah. if so. Yeah. Saw a renegade at Camping World in 2016. They made him throw the spear into a bucket, not on the actual field. That's terrible. Like, like, uh, what? In a bucket? Sounds like a terrible place to throw a spear. Just throw it on the field. Throw it in grass. It'll be over with. Do, does he it. do it on turf? I don't get that. Are, are they? Do they let him... Florida State is a is a grass field, so I don't know. And I can't imagine anybody else lets them do that. Yeah, no, but Osceola's not going to other schools, no. Dwayne's asking for a food Monday. Yeah, we'll we'll get to some food stuff here in a little bit. Greg says the Georgia Tech honeybees. A lot of people talking about the Lloyd Star Hornets. Yeah, I know I know where Lloyd Star is. I did not know they were the Hornets. Also, East Central is the Hornets. Okay. Tim's asking, why is there yeah. no Marine United States Marine football? There's all the other Army, Air Force, Navy, but no Marines. There's not a Marine Academy. Because there's, there's not a Marine Academy, exactly. Not in that way, anyway. Right. It's uh, simple as that. Shane's asking, why not the spider bees, two relatively terrifying beasts? <laughs> Imagine a spider bee, a flying spider with a stinger. God, people would lose their minds yeah. if something that thing evolved out. Lord. Get a message that says people made fun of the New Orleans Pelicans. Let's be honest. It's not a good team name. It's not good. It's not great. Then you have that dang king cake baby mascot that nobody oh, that, that terrifies people. Nobody wants that thing. Well, they around. only bring them out during Mardi Gras. But they should have gone with the Roo Guru, I'm telling you. That was the that was the, the winner and they they didn't do it. Yeah. Pelicans is a that's a bad name. It's really not good. Yeah. I agree. I agree. It's not great. What What was the one you said? The Rougarou. The Rougarou? Is that really what yeah. they wanted to name the basketball team? They were, they, they were talking about it. naming it the Rougarou. Yeah. Do you know what a Rougarou is? I guess not. It's like the Louisiana Chupacabra. Oh. Oh, no. It's like a Bigfoot that lives in the bayou somewhere. It's, it's, it's an urban legend. Mm-mm. Don't like that either. No? The Ruger, but it's so it's so topical and so local that it, it would have been cool. Yeah. Of course, you know we live in a world where the Utah Jazz exists, so. and the L.A. Lakers. Well, they made sense when they were in Minneapolis. They did. <laughs> There's a huge lake in L.A. It's called the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, Jazz still doesn't make sense. 
I mean, I would trade J- no. Zion for the name. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Imagine the ownership like, we get to be the New Orleans Jazz and you get Zion. The Jazz would be all over. Where would the Jazz be at that point? They can't be the Pelicans. We can't trade the name. Mountaineers. Yeah, see? Perfect. Something like that. Somebody yeah. says Pels are a great name. I've learned to love it. I like the logos better than the name. It's just, yeah. it's just tough to say. You, you need your team name to just roll. The New Orleans Saints. The Boston Celtics. Even the L.A. Yeah, Lakers it. rolls off the table. It, it sounds good when you say it. Yeah. Yes, but I think that's a that's a I think that's a function of time. You know, you've been saying L.A. Lakers your whole life. You've yeah. been saying New Orleans Pelicans for six, seven years. Yeah, our kids will it'll be okay with them. The Rocket City Trash Pandas. That's a great name. Because yeah, minor league teams don't count. No, <laughs> they just change names out with the wind. I'm still going to buy an El Paso Chihuahuas shirt. I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to. You should. We'll read a few more of your messages, and we'll talk a little food if you guys want to talk food when we come back. at Sports Talk Mississippi, having fun on a Monday. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on supertalk.fm, the Supertalk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. Brian Haydad with you in the Pearl River Resort Studio at Sports Talk Mississippi on a Monday. Richard's off all week. You're stuck with us. That's okay. We'll be off tomorrow. Hope you guys have a happy 4th. We'll be back Wednesday through Friday. And then next week is the Palmer Home Radiothon. And then the next week, SEC Media Days. SEC Media Days. In Nashville from, I believe the address is 1000 Broadway, I think. I think that's correct. Have you seen the uh, the place we're going to eat? No, I haven't. You need to, you need to go start start looking at the menu. Rich, I asked Richard, I was like, where are we going? So I can get the scouting done on that. And, uh, yeah, it looks good. It looks good. I don't know. If, I don't know. It's got a it's got a it's got a high standard after last year. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be just fine. And I, I'm oh, sure Richard's going to brag on here about how he chose a good restaurant in a big city. Those are hard to find, you know. It's like, what's number one, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He asked Matt Moscona what's a good place to eat. (laughs) Matt told him. I'm going to clip that for Matt. Please do. (laughs) We'll get a kick out of that. Yeah. 601-879-4395. Wow, JP got a spread of food prep going on. That's something that I want to do and that I need to do is, is prep out a week. Yeah. Have you ever done that? Some people do that. I, 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 no, I'm the, I'm kind of, I'm a really the exact opposite from JP. I go to the store every day, basically, and just sort of look around. And first off, I do that just to get an extra 1,500 steps in. But I, I, every day I go to the store and I look around. I'm like, all right, chicken. We'll do chicken today. Like today, I was in there. I was like, all right, yeah. uh, pork chops. 
And then I started looking at like sides. I was like, I have some couscous at the house. I'll cook some pork chops and couscous. That's what we're doing today. And then, you know, tomorrow obviously is the fourth. And the, but the rest of the week, I'll just go to the store and look around and, you know, pick up some meat and, and maybe have to pick up a side or a vegetable and go from there. I That's wish how I, I do it. I wish I could do that. I'm such an idiot. I have those thoughts in the grocery store like, oh, man, there's just nothing to, nothing to make. It's like, I'm in a gigantic building with all the foods imaginable. Dude, and my thought is, I ah, have nothing. You just start with the protein. Start with what the meat that you want to eat. Do you want to eat a pork chop tonight? Do you want to eat some well, chicken breast? Always Do you a want steak. To get a steak. Always. Well, but, and then get a steak, and then go and get you, you know, a couple of potatoes. You can cube up and roast in the oven while you know before the steak cooks, or you know, get you some, you know, cook some asparagus. That takes that's very quick to cook. You have you don't have the air fryer yet. That's going to help you when that happens. I don't. So, I cooked Brussels sprouts in the air fryer this weekend, and uh, How'd they it go? came out great. Yeah, came out great. Yeah, just uh, sprayed them with some duck fat before I put them in with some uh, Robert St. John veggie seasoning and some Danos, uh, the crunchy, crunchy Danos, and put it in the air fryer for about 40 minutes and uh, pulled them out and then uh, took them out, gave them a little extra dose of seasoning with a little butter and a little lemon juice over the top. They were great. Man, I think that my favorite side to a steak is like a marinated Brussels sprout. That's great. And like red wine vinegar or something like that. Where, where no, you, you, you got to have some, some acid. Yeah. You got to have some acid with Brussels sprouts. Red wine vinegar, lemon juice is a good one. Hot sauce. A little hot sauce. Give you a little extra Never vinegar taste that. in there. Dude, do it. What's on the menu tomorrow? Pulled beef. I got two big chuck roasts in the, uh, in the, uh, the fridge that I'm going to, I'm going to rub them down with W sauce. And then season them up with, uh, I'm going to go double Malcolm Reed. I'm going to go AP and, and barbecue rub. And give them a couple hours of, remember, like three hours of pecan smoke. And then put them, wrap them up, put them in the, uh, with some beef broth and a little more seasoning. And uh, do that. We're going to do some homemade mac and cheese. And then I am so simple with the corn on the cob. I just boil it. I'm a, I do have a, I, I finally got a, a bottle of the Dano's cheesening. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that on the corn on the cob. A little Parmesan-based seasoning, so a little cheesiness. That's where I'm going. But you, what did you say you were doing tomorrow? Uh, I've cha- actually changed my mind, and um, oh, okay, I, I got some uh, chicken thighs, and I'm going to do some some fried chicken sandwiches. Uh, just pa- okay. I, I okay. kind of pound them, uh, uh, not super thin, but thinner, more consistent. I just I think it fries better. I don't know. And I'll toss it in buffalo sauce, lettuce, tomato, little blue cheese on top of it as well. That's what I'm going to do. Sounds good. Sounds good. So. Somebody says, do you know why that's the Navy song? Because they cut their anchors away and leave the Marines on the beach. <laughs> Every so often we get robbery. a little military uh, yeah. branch smack talk. I love here. the... Well, you know, Army Navy smack talk is one thing, but the Marines are part of the Navy, <laughs> but yet and yet they love to to chide each other. It's great. Quinn, by the way, says uh, the Rougarou is real. That's a real thing. Yeah. Also, let's just mention Quinn first text since October of twenty twenty one. Where have just, you been, just, man? This guy used to text on. Come on, Quinn, get back in the game. Said he only texts when Richard's off. How do you, buddy, you should be texting every day. How do you not text every day? He's never <laughs> here. 
He's never here. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, apparently, in West Plains, Missouri, this is DW in Madison, their mascot is mm-hmm. the Zizzers, and a Zizzer is a lightning bolt. I mean, I can't say anything. I, my high school was the Flashes, you know. But, but that's not that's not a made up thing. That's true. But I mean, our mascot was a lightning bolt too. They didn't have a mascot on the field until after I left. But then, like a few years after I left, they brought out somebody in the lightning bolt suit. Another military smack talk from Jason. The academy or an academy for Marines is an oxymoron. Oh, come on now. My dad was a Marine. Don't be like that. Jason, that's not very nice. Kyle says the Sharks is the best mascot. We only have one, don't we, in American sports? It's the hockey team in San Jose. San Jose. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, without without knowing. I mean, there could be a minor league Sharks team. I wouldn't be totally surprised. Oh, I'm sure there is. There's Ole Miss. Kind of. <laughs> I just couldn't resist. Man, if they would have... The, the first... Mascot, the first land shark mascot was a mm-hmm. horrible design. Awful. Yeah. And, and that almost yeah. like derailed the entire concept because absent the bear stuff and the ad, like all that. Yeah. A land, the, the land shark being your on the field mascot, not your nickname, but your on the field mascot makes sense because there's a reason why in a cool story. But the execution was so poor. And what they did previously was so off, it didn't hit right away because it was a lizard can opener and not a big fluffy shark. Why is there a shark? Well, actually, Ole Miss had a linebacker who was who has since passed away, and, and he was a veteran, and he played linebacker and, and did the land shark. Oh my sign god! And like, a lizard can opener. That's what it looked like. Oh, oh my gosh! I was at the at the Egg Bowl in eighteen. And they did that pregame thing where where he's like coming out and he's like going a little slow. And I was just looking at, it, I was like, "Is this really happening?" And I'm looking around, and like all the MSU people, all all the people on the beat were like, "Wow, like this, this is not good, not, not good. good. They, 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 it's better. It's a little better now." Yeah. Yes, because they're actually the laser show the they story. had this year was fun. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. But they only play one night game a year apparently because ESPN loves them at 11 a.m. They had four home games. Oh. Only one kicked off at night, and it was on Thanksgiving. The rest were dead kicks. So, And Twitter support just tweeted out that in 30 days, users must be verified to access TweetDeck. So I won't be using TweetDeck anymore. That um, truly directly impacts what I do every day in terms of yeah. sharing clips and stuff I'm, from this show. Yeah, that, boy, Five years ago, that would have been a real issue. Or not five years ago, I guess. But like seven years ago, that had been a real issue for me when I was running like 25 vSporto accounts. I remember the day that tweet, tweet Deck changed it where you couldn't tweet from multiple accounts at the same time. Yeah. That was a bad day for me. That was a really bad day. Boy, that sucks. Yeah, a little inside baseball here. I use so that if you follow us on social media and you see the videos and clips posted, I schedule those out in the morning. I I, I start doing that at like seven a.m. because I'm up and might as well start working. 
And so I schedule those out throughout the day. I'm not waiting until 10 to put this out there and then 11.15 to put this out there. Yeah, I'm not waiting around. I schedule those out and I use that app and that app's going away. So I'm going to have to kind of rethink how I share uh, our show content to you guys. So thank you for yeah. following us on social media and YouTube. Search Super Talk on YouTube. You get clips from all of our shows, including this one. Um, and, of course, all us on social media. But I, now I'm going to have to kind of figure out what what to do because I'm like, not paying Sports for Mississippi is gonna be Sports Talk Mississippi is just going to be your base Twitter account at this point. Going to have to because I'm not paying for it. No yeah. shot. And, I, and, then, and I'm not going to ask the bosses to, to pay for it. When you're ready either. to say something smart alecky, you just switch back to Michael yeah. Borky. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not asking our bosses to pay for Twitter either. No, I, no, I, I won't. I won't accept. We'll work around. There, it. Will, there will be no Brian. There will be no Brian Haydad blue check mark. I won't. I won't. I won't take it. We'll be right back. Sports Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. What is going on here? Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. It's about time. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. March along, sing a song with the army of the free. Hey, Dad, do I look different? You do. You, obviously, you've moved. I will assume that the goat rhino is in the uh, producer's chair. Yes, he is. There you go. I, I like this seat better. I, I, for some reason, I, it, you know how uh, some people, when they consume alcohol, they like to stand up on higher surfaces. That's yes. me. Yeah, I like. I, I need to. I need to be Are on you? top of something. And I kind of feel like I'm in that power in this chair, too. Like, I'm just a little bit higher than everybody else, you know? And so. Bruno, if you just clip him uh, saying, I need to be on top of something, I'd appreciate that. Dang it. Uh, That's fine. That's fine. It's not as bad as uh, Richard ringing the cowbell. Like, I'll take that one. That's just borky out of context. Richard is literally ringing a cowbell for your use at any time. It's great. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait till next Thursday. You you know he doesn't say anything. Every time mm-hmm. you use that, you know that drives mm-hmm. him crazy, right? He it's hates, gotta, it's gotta, he hates and there, that. And he's not Twitter savvy. And if there's one of me doing the land shark, it's in the same email. <laughs> but he won't ever send that. You don't know how to no. check email either. Oh, I know. So I win. I you know I get to win. Uh, we did get this food submission, by the way. Cedar plank salmon smoked over pecan wood with a garlic rosemary compound Ooh. butter makes yes. you want to slap yes. a donkey. Okay. All right. Yeah. I've never struck a donkey myself, but I'm sure that that's a normal reaction. Getting back to Richard real quick. Are you surprised that he hasn't tried to like bribe his way out of this? what's, what's coming on Thursday? Wait, hasn't he already tried? I don't know. He hasn't sent me any kind of concrete offer. I swear he, the other day, was like, "What? Can, how much can I donate to not do this? Well, I mean, he, he mentioned it, but I mean, I, I got to have numbers. I got to have an offer. Plus, it's not just about it's not just about the donation, of which there would be a substantial one. How much, I'm how much would it tr- cost him to buy himself out of wearing all the Mississippi State gear at Palmer Home Day? What's the number? I, I, I gotta hear. I gotta hear his first. I want see. It's one of those things. I want to hear his number first, and then I'll tell you if I agree with it. 
But also, yeah, and don't give I'm away your minimum. A lot of joy negotiating. I'm gonna exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a lot of joy out of doing this. So he's got to do something for me too. I gotta have. I gotta get something out of this. You know, I'm I'm brokering this deal. So we'll see. We'll what? see if he comes through. He's got he's got ten days. So. It's all like apparel, right? Like you're not putting him in like a Papelbon maroon suit, right? I have. I'm going to have official Mississippi State football, basketball, and baseball jerseys. Yes, with numbers on them. I don't know if I have names, but I will have Will Rogers two, Tolu Smith uh, fifteen, and uh, I'm sorry, thirty five, and Dakota Jordan forty two. That's what I asked for. Love it. That Dakota Jordan one was almost, almost a little. That could have been somebody else's. <laughs> yeah, I would have gone Hunter Hines at that point, but yeah, uh, I understand why he did it. So I'm, I'm not making fun of the player. It's he did it because it was more than just rumors. It it was a thing. But agree, a, a trend that is going on in college sports where players like send the graphics out saying that they're not going anywhere, and that cracks me up. It's like. Just, yeah. just don't go well, anywhere. I think, just don't leave. You don't have I think to announce part of that that you're is not also, leaving. He was unique. Part of that is also because, well, because those graphics are coming from the NIL collectives. They're letting you know I have signed a deal with this NIL collective. Yeah, you know, it's it's not just they're they're putting out the graphic. It's the Bulldog Initiative put out that graphic. Yeah. So what they're saying is the Bulldog Initiative has signed a struck a deal with Dakota Jordan to keep him in Starkville for another season. Or, you know, I, I think it's only one more. I think he'll be draft eligible next year. So. We got another picture. It says little variety packet. I can see ribs. Those are definitely uh, those are ribs chicken for in sure. there. Yeah, there's a lot of chicken in there. I think that's a uh, looks like a pork tenderloin in the yeah. back. Maybe look at you. Okay. All yeah, that's that's a great looking spread. Get after it. It's a conversation for a different day. I really, deep down, I don't think the money bothers people in college sports. I think it's the free agency. The annual free agency is what bothers people. If that went away, well, there are nobody some would the money give, bothers. Of but course, and those people I, I, can get over it. But there's not that many. Yeah. If you got rid of the free agency, I don't think the money would bother people. I really don't. I agree. I agree. I, I, it's just one of those things where, like, we see people all the time, like, sort of, they take up for corporations over people. Yeah. It's the same thing here. Like, the coaches make five, six, seven million dollars a year. Their life can be a little harder. It's okay. It'll be all right. You're going to fill the team next year. It'll be okay. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for being a part of the show today on uh, this holiday Monday, kind of halfway. For Richard yeah. Cross, who is off enjoying a little yeah, vacation, here. who's not here, and Brian Haydad, I'm Michael Bork, and Rhino in the studio. Thank you guys for making our show a part of your day. We'll be off tomorrow for the 4th of July and back with you on Wednesday. Y'all have a good night. Have a safe 4th of July. We'll see you Wednesday.
Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services A Super Talk Mississippi media production.